is packed, cause I'm mass destruction. Guess who's here? The bad boys are wrestling. Testing competition when the war that's their mission. Not no mercy. Soup, there it is, listeners. Ooh. Special episode. Uh, this is our first episode of Too Sweet. And if you're wondering how we came up with that name, uh, it's the combination of the following three things. First of all, there's only two of us, Poncho. Just yeah, me and you. Yeah, just two today. Uh, too Sweet, of course, as you know, is a popular catchphrase of the click uh, NWO. Uh, also just generally in professional wrestling. So it's too sweet as a combination of a two person podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> watching wrestling. Yep. Yeah. And, what's and the, last the sweet part? part is that we're going to eat some candy. Yeah. Specifically gummies, dummy gummies, dummy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dan is not with us today. Uh, rest in peace, Dan. Um, you know, maybe he'll join us next week. We'll, well, we'll do a seance and, See if he'll join us. Yeah, if he's uh, if he's on the episode next week, then you know our seance worked. Uh, so yeah, me uh, and Poncho are here on the couch with my dogs, uh, Pickles. Say hello, Pickles. Good hello. job, Pickles. Targus, I'm not going to put the microphone up to your mouth because your mouth is disgusting. So yeah, yeah, no. you just have to trust that Targus is here, and she stinks real bad. <laughs> Sounds all right. So uh, you know, I'm really excited about this because you know what. I'm a fan of wrestling. I'm a big fan of wrestling. Uh, and and actually, I'm very glad that we picked what we picked today because um, this actually, um, the so we're going to be uh, watching some wrestling and commenting on it live while also reviewing gummies. Um, Ooh, live. Live. Quotations. Um, you know, in theory, we could actually uh, give the, uh, the count-in for the, the, if you're a WWE Network subscriber, um, so you can watch along, although I would not recommend you do that, but I'm gonna do it anyways. So it's an option. Yeah. Option. Um, anyways, so today what we're going to watch is, uh, we're going to watch TLC, the first tables, ladders and chairs match, uh, from SummerSlam 2000. And this is actually really special to me because this was like kind of where I got into wrestling for the most part, because I remember when I was, when I was 10, um, my uncle, um, who was probably at the time he was like, he must've been like 20, 22, something like that. He was super into wrestling during this period. Oh, I got you. So he was like the key demo for this period of time. Like uh, during the attitude area, he was like early twenties key demo. And he was living with my aunt who he's like my, so my uncle Rick is like, well, maybe shouldn't use his name. Cause he's, you know, anyways. uncle, uncle guy. <laughs> yeah. Uncle guy. Uh, I definitely edited out the first part. Yeah. For sure. hundred percent. Uh, uncle guy he um he's like he's like he's i think he's 13 or 14 years younger than my mom and he's like 15 years younger than my aunt who he was living with at the time so i think he had just finished college or something like that and was living with her and he wanted to order this pay-per-view so you know he invited the whole family over and it was really um it was really interesting but so it's like the first time um it wasn't the first time i've seen wrestling i remember when i was like seven i remember my brother would sometimes put on wcw nitro uh-huh. and i was oh, super yeah. into that okay. and then i was super into uh the n64 games oh, I, especially I, I was too poor to afford a 64 <laughs> well my, i saw so, so i didn't have an n64 right. until yeah. after i was into wrestling but my neighbors my neighbors had all the games so when i lived in uh simi valley um when i was like eight seven eight years old our next door neighbors had all the games like had everything so yeah um, i remember when n64 came out uh 
Blockbuster, remember that? Remember that place? Hell yes. They were uh, renting. Rest in peace. They were renting uh, the N64 system out to use, and that's how I was able to play the N64 was because we rented it. I think it was only a day. We only got the day console for the day, but... It was like insanely expensive too. I remember yeah. it's like it was like thirty dollars for a day. It's like, like what that, the yeah. fuck? Yeah, but <laughs> pickles? No, heel cinnamon. Heel. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, no, I, we rented it too. I remember because my um, we would uh, on the weekends go to my dad's house, and he didn't have any game consoles, so we would right. rent whatever. Um, but my next door neighbors had uh, WCW versus NWO. Revenge, I think is what it's called. I think so. Yeah, I, don't, Maybe, not, I think it was the second one. The first one, I think, was a World Tour. That one, yeah. But the second one, second one was solid, solid wrestling gaming. So, anyways, uh, for those of you soup, there it is, listeners. I know that we usually only talk about soup. This episode will not be soup centric. Uh, I hope not, because it'd be kind of weird without Dan being here and his uh, right wing opinions about things. If you guys know anything about us, you know that one of us has very right wing opinions, and we all love soup. So, much. <laughs> and and the soup power comes from the three of us in combination. So there's not much soup going on today. It will be mostly it will be a lot of wrestling talk. But yeah, anyways, this was this was kind of where it started. So I think my mom had told us like we were going to go watch this or whatever. And I remember a few weeks before like watching Raw right. and SmackDown and being like, oh, this is the shit. Like this right. is like right. this is the shit when you're ten years old. Yeah. Um. For me, uh, well, I've been watching wrestling for a while. Like, well, I stopped watching wrestling because it just got ridiculous for me. Because after the draft, I was just like, yo, this is, I'm done with it. Uh, so I haven't watched it since the, uh, after the first draft that they did. And so, uh, but I've been watching it since before Rise War and the Attitude Era. So I was watching it like when not Undertaker first showed up, but like in the early 90s uh was like 94 so like my favorite wrestler let's just put this one my favorite wrestler when i was younger was uh uh jake the snake roberts okay okay so, uh, is that because you're super religious no 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 is that because you love crack cocaine no okay no, no. okay you know he's better now so it's like i can make those jokes because he's better now it's because uh he uh you know without his snake and put it on people <laughs> he like watching some of the old stuff you realize how intimidating that is for this guy who's like First of all, like back then, all the dudes were jacked. Like he was right. like a solid two sixty. Like, and he's right. not, you know, but he wasn't like he wasn't known for being like a big guy. Yeah, but he he's was, huge. He like he was like normal. Like he looked like just someone you could just see on the street. Yeah, except for that, if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this giant doing here? <laughs> he's gonna beat me up." And and, and he's carrying out a snake. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just saying. I just grew up in that uh, watching that era, like Yokozuna, when Shawn Michaels used to be a, in a tag team before Degeneration X. I forgot what they're called, like the Rockers. Thank you, with thank Marty Jannetty. Thank you, um, and like the Bushwhackers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love wrestling, but the uh, Bushwhackers who are known for the way they walk and that's, that's it, it. That's that's it. All. That's it. 100% can, can, the way they walk and nothing else they've done nothing else memorable can, can, I mean how many championships have they won I don't know I don't, I, <laughs> probably zero but I would just, assume zero they were just a great entertainment value that's yeah. it it's just yeah. like like doink and dink you know it's just it's just entertainment I don't expect them to be headliners you know when it, or you know uh Throwing it out there, you know, when uh, Goldberg came into the WF, uh-huh. Gilbert, you know, <laughs> Gilbert. Oh, I wonder if he's on the show. <laughs> he might be. It was around this time. Actually, he was a little bit before, right? Gilbert was like 98, 99. No, no, no. This would be um, 
2000. Oh, uh, shit, I can't Are you remember. talking about when Goldberg came? Yeah. Oh, when Goldberg came to the WWE, that was like 2002. Or, or did he, or did he was just a parody? Or was he just a Gilbert, parody before? Gilbert. I mean, he, I know he's a parody, but I mean, did he come as as a parody just to, mm. before Goldberg showed up? Dwayne Gill, I believe is his name. Dwayne Gill was around before as a, as a what they call enhancement talent as a job oh, guy. Like when uh, DX did their little segments, right? Like, you know, you remember how they did like the nation, but themselves. But I think it was around them. that time. So that would have been like 98 ish. So, so it could have just been like a, like Jason sensation type dealy. They just had him on there. Yeah. <laughs> so they had, but there was this wrestler and then he became Gilbert, which was, it was supposed to be a spoof on Goldberg, which was, it was hilarious because he like, he did all the mannerisms and he looked like an, like much older. Like he was yeah, at yeah, least yeah. 10, 15 years older than Goldberg and like super tiny yeah, and skinny dude. If you know Goldberg, it was like, just think the opposite, but still bald. <laughs> and, but like the thing is like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't seem like they were um, trying to put WCW down necessarily with Goldberg. They just, I just think they thought it was funny. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like there, there's some stuff that WCW did where they were like explicitly trying to put down WWF. Like there was, um, uh, the character Oklahoma, who was supposed to be like Jim Ross, right? And they just like made that guy a total geek. But um, I, you know, Gilberg, Gilberg was like he became the light heavyweight champion at some point, and so <laughs> one of the things about Goldberg, sure that, yeah, just him about him, it's just everything. Like, why would you make him a champion? <laughs> because it's funny. This is really so. True. But the funny part about it is like the um, so Goldberg is known for his introduction where he like comes from the back and he walks through like a crazy like fireworks sparklers like right so what they did with Gilbert is they put regular sparklers like you would get for fourth of july and he would walk through those oh and then they would put them out they would put them out as if he was on fire right yes with a fire extinguisher yes uh it was it was great um, anyways, so how did you get in? So like who showed you wrestling or did, uh, like, did you stumble upon it? It could have been my uncles, um, yeah. uncle guys. Uh, I can't specify which one, um, but it's, or even my dad, like I've been watching it for a long time. Like when I was younger, I would imitate, uh, macho man, Randy Savage and elbow drop my dad. Hell yeah. So I've been, wa- you know, like as soon as I'm able to move around and everything. So let's just put it that way. I've been watching wrestling for a while, except for after the first draft where i was just like yo this is dumb as soon as they broke up apa i was seriously upset and and they broke up the dudley boys yeah like so you had reverend devon which was actually kind of an okay gimmick but like i mean if you if you think about it it worked out for bradshaw in the end because he became a champion and everything but come on man apa yeah god yeah it's 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 interesting like uh going back so my my history with wrestling um is so i started basically around where where we're at today and um i kept watching until i think the last thing i really watched was wrestlemania 20 which would have been in 2004 so it was it was after the draft it was like i don't know maybe two years after the draft something like that yeah um and that's actually um so that's like when goldberg left and brock lesnar left and so I was like, I had to stop because I was like 14 going into high school and I was right, like, this right. is kind of embarrassing. Like, which, <laughs> okay. which like now it's like, it's not embarrassing. It's just like, it's what you like, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's man. dumb. Like the thing is, wrestling is very dumb. Yeah, everyone does it's that. entertaining it's, as hell. It's, it's like, real. It's real as hell. Especially like this shit that we're going to watch. Like it's, it's just entertaining as hell. And it's like really, um, 
it's just really fun to watch. And then so I like I picked it back up like way late. Actually, so I did watch some other non non uh, WWE stuff for a while there. Um, actually, I guess it was kind of around the same time. Um, and I always kind of like was aware of what was going on somewhat, but like I didn't really watch it again until right. um, until like 2013 or so, like beginning of 2013 around that time, which was when um, CM Punk was like in the middle of his gigantic championship run. And it's actually right. like it was like started watching like the same month that The Rock came back to fight him. Um, okay. And I've kind of been watching continuously since then, although I don't really watch Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, the, the only problem with me is I would probably just, if I had a, the subscription, I'd probably just be watching everything from the Invasion storyline and below. <laughs> yeah, when I so when I first got the, so when the WWE Network first launched, I got it. Um, and I've been subscribing since, since then, but it's well, it's worth it. It's totally I'm, worth I it. I almost want to get it so it's, I can, so I could, uh, just relive my childhood. Yeah. There's so much. That's what, well, that's what I spent the first, like the first several months doing is just going back and watching. Yeah. Cause, uh, all that um, shit. When I, before I moved up here, the way, uh, we watched pay-per-views was, uh, black box, not necessarily oh. black box, but we got the T we got pay-per-view channels, but they were scrambled. <laughs> so we could hear what's it's pretty much we were listening to radio essentially yeah that's how we watch pay-per-views when we were younger yeah and then um there would be times uh depending on how good the pay-per-view was um my mom would buy it for us but <laughs> other than that uh i hardly ever saw pay-per-views yeah i had a friend um whose uh, whose parents would buy it occasionally um yeah we never we never had pay-per-view in our house but um, but I did have friends and I also, I remember having a friend who like swore he had a black box cause you know, you're like 10 years old and you're like, Oh my right, God, I have right. a black box. My dad right, can right, get right. pay-per-view for yeah, free. Yeah. 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 No, so I'm skeptical, that. but he might, he might've had one. I don't know. Well, there's, you know, like uh, my dad had the, the direct TV at one point and then he would, uh, he did, so, he had some friend do something to the card. So he had all those channels for free. Yeah. Yeah. Back so. when you can do that, like now I don't think you can really, I don't, I don't think that that still exists. Like that can't possibly have, still exist. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. Maybe they got white. Well, everyone knows you're to it, but, uh, I mean, jailbreaking still happens on iPhone. So that's and, true. And Apple knows jailbreaking exists. So maybe, maybe if, it, if anyone's listening to this and you do that to your direct TV, let us know. Cause I'm curious and make sure to include your name and your social security number as well as your account number so that we can verify this for journalistic purposes, please it's for science. It's for science. So, so, uh, back to what we're watching. Like, yes. Um, I think I, cause the original match I wanted to see was, is probably one of the best matches. Uh, um, well, let me rephrase that. One of the best Hell in the Cell matches. But then I thought about this match out, out of nowhere. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how or why. But I was like, yo, I really want to see this because this was probably uh, the one one of the most entertaining matches ever. And what match is that, Brett? It is TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. This is the first one. So actually the history of this match kind of goes back. This is uh, SummerSlam 2000. It's about August 2000. And they actually, so there's three teams involved, the Hardy Boys with a Z, the, but also like, isn't it kind of weird that they're the Hardy Boys, like the, like yeah, the, like the, like yeah, the, the story. Yeah. 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 Well, aren't, aren't their last names really Hardy? I mean, their last names are really Hardy, <laughs> yeah. but 
<laughs> like I, I know they're real it's brothers. It's funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Yeah, so it's a team of it's a team of two actual brothers, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy, um, who are actually that are those are actually their names. Then there's uh, the Dudley Boys, also with a Z, who are uh, allegedly half brothers, um, according to uh, the storyline. Right. Although they're definitely not related. To I, I would believe more of a stepbrothers <laughs> if anything um yeah so i didn't really watch ecw like when when i when it was happening i yeah, i was aware i became aware of it at the very end and then um and i tried watching some of it but it was like on at a weird it was like on like friday nights or some shit i don't know uh, i don't I can't remember what channel it was I it was on it, it was on tnn with so it was on the it was on the same channel as raw at the time which was tnn or tnn or tnt tnn Oh, yeah, because TNT was Turner was a uh, WCW. It was on T- it was on the national network TNN, which became Spike TV, uh, which became the Paramount Network. Yeah, like I don't know, I got totally f- so many things change. Like yeah, if you go like oh Albertsons, like oh, you mean Lucky? No, yeah. Save Mart. Oh I'm yeah, like, f- God, dude, I don't yeah. know. At the time, it was TNN, which is the Nashville network. So they had like professional wrestling, bull riding, and like ECW. Yeah, yeah. And I think they had some like uh, Walker Texas Ranger. Uh, Wait, wasn't Raw on USA? Didn't that become USA or something? No, it was on USA first, and then they switched to TNN for like three, four years, and then uh, they went, now they've been back at USA for a long time. Okay, yeah. See, like I, like I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, the so the Dudley boys were uh, in ECW, but and going, if, if you hear all that noise, is because we're not using a mic stand; we're holding the mics in our yes. hands. So we're actually sitting on the couch. Um, this is a more casual episode. Yeah, it's so casual. Don't, don't worry. Sitting on the couch holding the microphones by hand, so you're going to get some inconsistent sounds going on. You're also going to hear dogs barking and whining. Um, you're going to have to fucking deal with it, okay? And gummy bags opening. You're just going to hear it. Lots of gummy eating. Um, yeah, so this... Uh, so it's the Dudley boys who are from ECW. Um, they came over at the beginning of 2000-ish. They had a tables match with the Hardy boys at... Um, wrestlemania or no no at, Rub- at the royal rumble 2000 that was at the time was like oh shit this is crazy like right, what are they right. doing yeah and the tables match the goal is to put your opponents through a table and that's how you win if you put your opponent through a table you win what was the tag team table matches one or you had to put both through i think it was just one okay yeah yeah like one in one half chance to do it yeah um and so that happened and then at wrestlemania 2000 they had a triple threat ladder match so that was so so it was a ladder match and the way a ladder match works is you have the object above the ring it's usually championship belts so in this case the tag team championship belts above the ring and the goal is to climb the ladder and get the belts and if you do that you win Um, right and then so they had that and then they so from that ladder match they decided they built this storyline basically where it's the hardy boys and the dudley boys the hardy boys are like the daredevils like they were like high flying high risk high reward exactly and then you have the dudley boys who are like super into tables like that was their deal like that was their whole gimmick for a long time was like get the tables i wouldn't say like brute strength but i was gonna say more they're more they're not uh they're the brawlers yeah the brawlers they're They're the brawler types apa but not as apa right and then the third team is Edge and Christian, who um, I think had been the tag champions for a while. Oh, yeah, a long time at this um, point. And this was this was like right after they they did a stint with Kurt Angle. That was like it's the thing about Edge and Christian. So they're also in Storyline Brothers. Yeah, they're not real brothers. They're they storyline. started as part of the Brood, 
with yeah. Gangrel. Gangrel. So they yeah, were vamp- exactly. like vampires. Like, what was it? Ga- goth, like goth vampires. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, some yeah. weird shit. I actually liked Gangrel, but hell yeah, that's dude. Besides the point. <laughs> um, no, he's cool, man. He's cool. Um, but they were like kind of brothers, and so they look similar. They're not brothers at all, but they're still they're friends. Um, but in storyline, they're I guess they're brothers in storyline. Yeah, yeah, they're storyline yeah. brothers. Yeah. So, anyways, they. Um, so the Hardy Boys were the high risk, high flyers. So they were like the ladder team. Like right. they like they use ladders because they're crazy. They'll jump off shit. Like they don't care. The Dudley Boys love to put people through tables. So in order to make the storyline work, Edge and Christian started just using a bunch of chairs. Yeah, that was their thing. Um, I don't think the concerto was was con- the concerto yes. around this time. Yes. Cool. Oh yeah, because uh, as we will see, because I. Uh, I had, like I said, uh, like I told you earlier, I had to watch which one I wanted, which one, because you mentioned there was two of them. And I was like, oh, which one do I want to watch? And so that's why I said this one. And and I'm, I noticed they did the move in there. So Yeah, this one is, um, the, the second one is is a really good match too. Uh, TLC 2 takes place at the following WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17. Um, and uh, the that one there is some crazier spots like there's some there's some there's some parts of the match that i remember that aren't in this one like in in the second tlc they do uh the spot where uh jeff hardy's hanging onto the title belts and yeah, then edge yeah. jumps off the ladder and spears him yeah yeah that's in the second one it's not okay. in this one yeah i was actually looking for the one that but this is fine let's always yeah. start with yeah, the yeah. first one but not not downplaying it because I was also looking for the one. It couldn't. It might have been a different one too because they've done what? How many have they done? They have done. I, I want to say three. Well, they they've done a bunch. Um, they uh. actually WWE has turned TLC. They turned it into a pay per view. Right. So there's a TLC theme pay per view where they do like two TLC matches. Like so they do that every year now. It's right. it's not yeah. as special at the yeah. time. This was this so this was the first TLC match and it's called Super Special Tables Ladders and Chairs because it's supposed to be like you know Lions Tires Bears Oh My but it's like yeah. Tables Ladders Chairs Oh My. Then, you know? then wasn't who was that the Dudley Boys who did that that chant? Might have. It sounded like it would be something the Dudley Boys would do. Um, but yeah, but I was looking for the one where um. Jeff Hardy Swanton bombed. I want to say Bubba Ray through a I, stack of tables. I want to say that is the that is either the Royal Rumble match or the WrestleMania match. Well, I think it might be this one too. No, uh, no, it was, it's not. I, like okay. I said, I previewed it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that one might have been the Royal Rumble, <clears throat> the tables match at the Royal Rumble. Um, either that or yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that because um, all I remember about WrestleMania 2000 was that it sucked. <laughs> It was. It's bad. In retrospect, it was very bad. Poncho. The game or <laughs> just the game. Guess. The game was okay. The game WrestleMania 2000 was good. The uh, show was bad. Yeah. Uh, well, I, there I really wasn't remember. a lot of good going on there. Well, if you uh, give me your password, I could double check it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> He's not gonna let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'll, I'll give you a, an account that you don't have. What, what What do you need? What do you want? What do you want? I got Hulu. <laughs> I've got Hulu as well. Damn it. Damn it. Never mind. I'm pretty sure you have Netflarps. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, HBO Go. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. No, I'll, I'll text you. I'll text you Yeah, cause, later. Cause I, it, oh, dude, I can't wait till we do another episode of this. Uh, I had so many good at wrestling matches because I'm like thinking of Royal Rumbles now and uh, those were the We should greatest. do, we should maybe do Royal Rumble 2001 next. That's the really Ooh, good one. It, is, uh, t- 2001 was, uh, was that No Chance in Hell or was that uh, the one, the rock one? This was the one that the this is no Stone Cold one two thousand one, but it wasn't. I don't think No Chance in Hell. That that could have been nineteen ninety nine. That might have been ninety nine. Um, the one or where, no, because there was 
<laughs> we're like digressing. Yes, we're digressing, but it's but, important. But, no, two thousand two thousand one is the one with Drew Carey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. Kane went crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. No, then that I think that was the No Chance in Hell one. It, it might have been, yeah, because because I remember there was two of them. There was the No Chance in Hell. That was the second one, and then the uh, other one where Stone Cold went on a rampage and started kicking everyone's ass prior to the uh, Royal Rumble, and he called himself the Mark Man. He threw a bullseye on him himself. Uh, <laughs> that one was good too. I think that was '98. Might have been because there was. I think I think he won '97, '98, and 2001, and then '99 was won by I think Vince McMahon. Right, right, yeah. Well, the <laughs> No Chance in Hell one was uh Targets. was the one. Come on, Targets. Vince won. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all like, uh, hey, dogs. I know. Well, Targets just needs to chill. But back to this match. Uh, yes, back to this match. And also, let's introduce some of these gummies. So I went uh, to my local CVS and I got some gummies. Um, so I got uh, four different gummies uh, to talk about on this podcast. And I picked them uh, for really no reason. Um, the first one we have is Swedish Fish Mini Tropical Flavor. And I, I, got, I don't know about you, but I really do like Swedish Fish. I love Swedish Fish. And you know they're fat-free, so that means they're good for you. Yeah, it sounds about right. They're healthy. They're fat-free. Yeah, healthy. Um, it's so amazing to me that you can still market food that way. We're like, hey, this sugar is fat-free. Did you know that? Oh, well, I didn't know that. This yeah. is great. So let's just eat all the sugar because it's fat-free. The second one I got is Starburst gummy bursts liquid filled gummies have you had any of them besides sweetest fish um well i haven't had the tropical flavor sweetest fish i haven't either um i have not had these starbursts i've had them um, i could tell you what i don't like about them already but <laughs> we'll, right. t- we'll get into it we'll get yeah. into it the second or the third one is lifesavers gummies neons i haven't had the neons yet. there were four different types of lifesaver gummies i'm glad you got this one this is the only one i haven't had yeah the other ones i think were like i don't know whatever it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's a good song. You remember that Wyclef Jean song? No, I don't. Oh, Mike, are you serious? Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, remember. because this. So Wyclef Jean did a song with The Rock. Because I was gonna say, I thought you were just going with The Rock. I was like, oh great. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, this is perfect. Okay, like, here we go. All right. Hopefully, this doesn't doesn't get taken down. It's going to get taken. This is The Rock kicking it with the refugee camp, and you're about to smell what The Rock is cooking. I can't believe you haven't heard this, Poncho. Probably, but I don't remember. Yeah, you remember when uh, WWE had like uh, the theme songs on CD? Like those were great. Yeah, I had a uh, one of them. Oh uh, wait! No, I now I remember. No, no, yeah, no, 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 I yeah, remember. Yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah remember so, anyways, now. it doesn't yeah. matter. What well, doesn't matter? I picked those nicer gummies. The last one. It's a classic. Classic Haribo Happy Colas. I love those things. They taste kind of weird, but they yeah, taste they, good. Nothing like cola. <laughs> they taste. They taste like cola. Like well, if you because you're eating the whole bottle, so I guess glass and cola. That's what it tastes like. But it's to me, it was always weird because like. There's no liquid in it, you know, but it yeah. looks like there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, weird. And uh, yeah, no, this Haribo just takes me back to when I went to Munich, and I was like, oh man, so many flavors for so little money. They were less than a dollar, and I was just like, yo, I I bought so many, and I brought so many back, but I ate them all. <laughs> I was debating whether to get the Star Mix, which has like all of them, has like the gummy bear, the gummy worm, right? But I figured, you know, there's too much going on. Ah, this is a good choice, man. So. Anyway, so we'll get started. If you want to watch along, 
Um, so right now we're on the WWE Network, uh, SummerSlam 2000. We're um, w- one hour, 26 minute, and 33 seconds in. And then I'll give you a countdown for when we start. Hold on. I and had to move my dog. Not I unplugged my headphones. Like his dog, not his dog. Meaning, yeah. Well, anyways, so if you're following along, which I'm pretty sure you won't be. Mm, ah, man, that's so much to say. So little time. Uh, I'm floundering. Sorry. <laughs> I can't think of anything. My to headphones say. got unplugged. And I, I can't was think of anything to say. Scrambling. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So 126.33. Um, I'll go in a five, four, three, two. Actually, hold on. Before I start, (laughs) I'm going to count down. It's going to be on go. So one and then go. Okay. Okay. So for those of you listening at home, go five. Actually, should I start at five or should Mm, should I go with three? Let's go ten. Okay. Ten. Nine. No, I think ten might be too long. All right. Well, let's go three. Okay. No. Okay. Three. Three. Two. Two. Okay. But three is kind of short now. Mm, let's go back to five. Let's go back to five. Yeah. Five is good. Five. Okay. This one's for real, guys. On go. Five. Wait, on go? Yeah. Okay. Go. That's what I said earlier. Yeah, that's what you said, man. Okay. Just to me. Okay. So it's one go. Yes. And we all start it. Okay. I so, think I got so this if one. You, if you prematurely press play, go back a little. Yeah. At 126.33. Uh, don't be premature. Yeah, yeah. No one likes that. <laughs> no one likes people coming early. <laughs> Five, four, four three, three, two, two one, one, go. So hopefully you guys can hear a little bit of that in the background. Like, ah, uh, man. Like, I really can't wait because I know they do those uh, segments like the, to hype up the the match. The video packages. The video. There you go. I, like, I can't wait. WOVs is like none best like i don't know anyone else who could do a better one they so wwe has always had amazing video production um their video editors are are incredible and like a lot of times like the writing might suck but man the video packages get you right into the match oh yeah super hype so right now we're seeing the oh, concerto yeah. concerto edge and christian hit the concerto which is where they both take chairs and hit sandwich their head basically. yeah they sandwich the head of a standing person um, which is very dangerous. Do not do that at home. Um, Please don't. So Edge and Christian are apparently the, the champions at this time. Um, they're they're showing, they're expressing how everyone has their own weapon. So the Hardys have the ladders. Edge and Christian have the chairs. Deli boys have the tables. That's right. I'm going to rip open uh, this uh, bag of Swedish fish. Yeah, sorry with the Swedish fish. Like, oh, man. Sorry, I'm like so into this right now. I like really like this idea. Oh, I love anything with Mick Foley. Next match, anything with Mick Foley is like straight legit. I uh, remember when he uh, did the uh, Royal Rumble and he was uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah, maybe we should do that one. I think that was 98. I think maybe we should do that one. Next or whenever? Yeah, whenever. All right. So, trying this purple one. It's weird. It doesn't taste like Swedish fish. No. It's too sweet. It's fat free though. Yeah, it kind of tastes like I can't tell if I got piña colada or uh tropical island, but it was really good. No, tropical island. It was really good. Oh, this is piña colada, of course. The piña colada was better than the purple one. 
Not into the purple one. Um, yeah, so one of like I love wrestling, and I know that there's like over the years I've gotten super into it, and like I know that there's like some wrestling that's like viewed as a lot more high class. Like there's a lot of Japanese stuff that people like, and, uh, and then the NXT. Yeah, well, NXT is a little different, but like, like there's a lot of wrestling that's like it's really good in the ring, but like, man, a good entrance that goes a long way for me. Right, right. You can't have like a shitty entrance. Like, um, whose fucking entrance is like primo in your opinion? Like, I love when they started doing I mean, that. I love the, when the they Dudley started doing Boy, that. Like, as soon as you said that, the Dudley Boys had this crazy pyro that just skyrocketed like in. Bo- yeah, like they never had that before, and then eventually they had it. And like it was great. I um, mean, I'm trying to think who had the most primo. I keep um, thinking I hear knocking at my door, but I think it's just from the the my, show. Yeah, it's all right. We can ignore him. Um, like, are you talking about like entrance music or like overall entrance? Overall entrance. Like, we could get into music. Let's go with the entrance at least. Like from, we're, from we're just talking about how. No, not not from them. Just in general, um, because right now. Fucking Dudley Boys won because they had more pyrotechnics. Uh, I was just watching a video about how they, Devon and Jeff were going over, reminiscing about this match. And <laughs> if you notice, Jeff almost ran into the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, and like, I was saying to Bubba, if Jeff runs into this table, <laughs> 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 that was really great. I, I, I recommend you watch it on YouTube. It's uh, Devon and uh, Jeff watching this match. Oh, shit. So Matt Hardy just fucking threw a chair at Bubba Ray's head. And then <laughs> Bubba just threw it at Jeff. So Jeff was trying to do the, what do they call that? The poetry in motion. Poetry, poetry in motion, motion where he jumps off his brother's back and fucking wham, just threw a chair at him. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, dude, the way that this match started was kind of crazy because they just, like, the Hardy Boys entrance, they just fucking sprinted down to the ring Classic and started Hardys. right away. That's it. Classic Hardys, they uh, they run down the, the ramp to the ring and just go hype and everything. But normally, they go on the corner, you know, the belt buckles and they do their things. But they're like, fuck it, we're starting this match. Yeah. And they're already getting into, like, the weapon spots. So, like, they've already done a bunch of shit with chairs. Yeah, no, Edge and Christian were outside. I guess they were set getting the chairs, and they brought those in. And those were the first things that was in the, the ring. Now the ladders are in. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, Edge was trying to uh, body slam or body splash, excuse me, Bubba Ray into a ladder. But Bubba Ray's like, fuck that. Uh, threw the ladder basically by uh, pulling the ropes. I'm really behind now. You know what? These gummies have too much coconut in them. That's the problem. It's too much coconut flavor. Um, and also, like, I think with these, they're a little too soft, so I still have gummy in my teeth, yeah. and I'm, like, still trying to chew, and then I'm, like, talking at the same time. So, uh, there's a... So, again, so this so this is... I mean, it's called a tables, ladders, and chairs match, but it's basically a, a ladders match. Pretty much, in where, the end. Where they just have tables and chairs all the way around the ring. Right, and uh, you can only win by getting the title. You can't... You don't win with the, uh, the table aspect of the the match looking at this now do you see how high above the ring those are yeah that's crazy they're like so they have probably eight foot ladders up right now and it looks like that the titles are probably another like six feet above that or more like i don't remember them being that high like so i there's i watched a ladder match recently this past sunday they had a money in the bank which is which is also a ladder match um 
And uh, the title, that was not, they were not that high. It was like maybe three, four feet above the ladder. Right. Oh. But I think it's because they're going to do the, oh. Bubba bomb. Oh, my ass. (laughs) The Bubba bomb. I didn't realize that that was this, like, so, like, they're doing some shit, like, right away in this match. Yeah, I know. This went zero to 100 real fast. I want to pop open these uh, Starburst gummy bursts, liquid-filled gummies. Comes in uh, cherry, orange, strawberry, and lemon. But, um, man, this, uh, there's so much going on in this match. This is why I enjoyed it. Because uh, the first one, like I said, the Hell in a Cell match I wanted to do. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened in there, too. Oh, God damn. <laughs> but the first one, this one was intense, but this one's going way faster than the other match would have. And, uh, We'll probably get to that one later some other time, but I'm glad we kind of... I'm really glad I changed my mind on this. Whoa, that was a crazy spot. I didn't see it when, when you said goddamn, but yeah, yeah, I that's saw why the I replay. Said, that's why I said goddamn. <laughs> it was like a seesaw. Concerto. Oh, missed. And now their hands hurt because they missed the concerto. I love, I love the ridiculous aspects of wrestling where you're like, that wouldn't really hurt, but like the way they sell it, you're like, oh, they must have gotten hurt. Or um, when someone punches someone really hard and they kind of take a long time to fall down yeah or when someone who like when let's say bubba ray throws jeff into the corner they flip because they're saying that he's lighter versus uh bubba ray being heavier uh the classic the classic what's up i hope you guys are able to hear that yeah that's great so Um, yeah this move is literally just Devon throwing his head into uh, someone's crotch, basically. Okay, I'm trying. I was trying to think about it. Why was why was that move legal in regular tag matches? It <laughs> shouldn't have been. Is it because they're like hitting the taint, <laughs> and the taint is okay, but the balls are not? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, like, cause I, cause, well, because like, I realized recently, I always because I always thought about that one, and then Jeff Hardy has the move where he um, he opens up your legs and he drops his legs onto your oh goddamn! But I realized that did you, did what, you not see that. Did you not see what Bubba Ray just did? They're going to show it on replay. No. What did they do? He he fucking took the ladder to the back of the Jeff Hardy's head. Like, what the fuck? Like, this match is way too intense right now. The thing I like about the way the WWE always did the hardcore stuff is that, like, some of it was real bad. Like, the Rock I Quit match with Mick Foley, that's hard. That's Like, I cannot watch that now. That is, like, obscene. But compared to, like, ECW and stuff, it was way less 3D. Oh, I love that. I remember that was that like me and my friends would do, me and a friend would uh, 3D our other friends. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, this is great. Yeah, so the 3D is the Dudley's finisher. They did that through the table to Christian, so he's dead now. He is dead. R.I.P. Christian. Here it is. Here's a replay. God, it's a, it's such like a, if just that move just like flows so good too. There's something about it where it's like it feels. Like you feel the the impact of it, right? And in it, it's uh, essentially a two person RKO, essentially. Yes. So, in fact, I'm I'm trying to believe that Randy Orton stole his move from the Dudleys. Well, he stole it from DDP. <laughs> oh, ah, Diamond Cutter. Yeah, the Diamond Cutter. Let's just get you know what? Let's just get let's just get real. None of these moves are like 
original. <laughs> no, no, there. I mean, that's that's kind of like, that's kind of wrestling. Is like there there will be some original moves that come along. Like there was um, Swanton Bomb is original, I believe. I know there's there that was like a I think it's like a Japanese thing. The mm. the senton. I think somebody else did it before in WWE too, but I don't remember who. Uh, oh, uh, chair shot to the head. Like because here here you go. Uh, what's this called? The uh, twist of fate. Twist of fate. That's also like a cutter. Diamond cut. Yeah. It's just a little different. It's, just, it's, not it's got a different setup, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, then, pickles. Come on. And then um, Bubba Bomb is just pretty much a full Nelson. Yeah. With a, with a, okay. a drop. So Matt just did a leg drop off the ladder. Now I think Jeff's going to do a swanton. Is he going to do no, an no, over no, the ladder? No, he's not going to do swanton. Oh. Just, just a leg drop. Oh, he Classic. like... Classic Hulk leg drop over did, a ladder. He did a, like a frog leap over that over that ladder. So like he came up like he. I mean he's literally like ten feet off the ground. That's insane. Oh yeah. And like I know everyone thinks that like oh like it's you know safe like you can obviously see that there's some like some kind of spring action going on in the mat, but that's not really gonna that's not gonna absorb that shit. Like exactly. Like he's- all this stuff hurts real bad. Right, right. Except for maybe that. That that's gotta. Yeah, still the metal could just basically still kind of hurt. <laughs> this I part think, will hurt. I think this was before they really started like gimmicking the ladders a lot. Right. Because oh. now all the ladders, you can tell they're like much lighter metal and like they're much sturdier too. Right. Like this one would not cooperate. So the Starburst gummies since we're doing this simultaneously. Right. It's kind of interesting. Uh, so the gummies taste exactly like the Starburst flavors. Right. Exactly like the Starburst flavors. And um, what I don't like about it, which it didn't happen to this bag, was uh, if one bursts, it gets sticky. You know? oh. that, that's what I don't like about it. So you have that risk of uh, just getting sticky feet. Oh, man, here, here's a... Uh, see, he's already... You can already see Bubba's like, I'm out of here already before he gets out of here. But uh, he's swanton through a table with nobody on the that, other end. So that is really good storytelling. So Jeff jumped off. So that's actually a taller ladder. That must be like a 12-foot ladder. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and he did a swanton bomb, which is basically a front flip. You know, he did a somersault, basically. Pretty much. Um, onto some tables that were set up below and probably broke his ass. For sure broke his ass. He's dead. But that is... Um, that is really good storytelling because I, I'm pretty sure it was the Royal Rumble match that, that he did it to Bubba the first time. And so now Bubba moved out of the way. Did uh, Is this the first one or is this the second one? This is the first TLC, but they oh, had we're that tables to- match before. Oh, okay. And I think he did that in the tables match or maybe in the WrestleMania match. Or right, this one, either way, because I could have sworn that was a TLC match. I don't think so. I, th- it, 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 I think it was. Was that the spot you were thinking of? No, 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 that wasn't the spot. Because yeah. the one that he did it was in the front of the ring. Yeah, I think or it was like I, on the ramp. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that was the the Royal Rumble, the the tables match. Okay, fair um, enough. And so, but the storytelling is good because now, like Bubba knows, oh, like if I'm laying out on this table, he's gonna jump on top of me. So let me move out of the way. Right. Um, with the starbursts, back to starbursts. Um, I don't need the liquid in them. It's totally superfluous. Yeah, I think the uh, it could live without the flame, the liquid in it. I think it'd just be great as a solid gummy. Yeah, although I do, I do like this the regular Starburst better. The gummies have a weird they have like a weird like 
The same thing with the Swedish fish. There's kind of a, like a chalky element to them. I think they're all going to have a chalky element. To yeah. Me, except for her. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, man. But it's probably like an anti-caking agent or some some weird shit that's going on. Uh, Poncho's getting into the Lifesavers gummies, the Neons. Um, everyone's dead except for Bubba. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, this match is crazy pace. Like, this is fucking insanely fast-paced. Right, right. And then I heard that um, uh, Bubba's about to die right now. Oh. Yep, Bubba's Fucking dead. four tables, man. So on the outside they, of the ring. So he's standing on the 12-foot ladder. He's, like, on the third to top rung, so he's probably about 10 feet off the ground. Yeah, I like how they, uh, you know, they're supposed to be in character, but then the ref is, like, just checking on him. You could tell he was literally checking on him. Yeah, yeah, because he might have died on this. He's, like, I guess he was probably eight feet off the ring, but the ring is also another three feet off the ground. So, And if you notice, he kind of launched himself, too. Yeah. So to make it. So he can make it, essentially, I'm assuming. And he landed on a stack of tables. So it was two by so two layers of, of two tables. So two tables wide and two tables tall. Went through all four of them. Except, well, I guess one of them is still standing, but he's dead. He's for sure dead. Right, and then you can hear the crowd booing, because right now the only two are standing right now is Edge and Christian. And um, right now, Edge and Christian are the heels of the industry. And if... You, if you don't know what a face and a heel is, I, we could explain to you what it is. So a heel essentially is the bad guy in lamest terms, and the face is the good guy. And um, the reason why Ed and Christian are basically the heels in this match is because they, they've been winning a lot of matches, like, cheaply, you know? Yeah, and that, so everyone's like, Wait, hey, what the fuck? Like, oh, and then... Um, unearned wins, basically. Basically. And uh, so Matt's girlfriend at the time, Lita... Um, just saved the match for them. Yeah, but Edge and Christian were both on the ladders, on either side of the ladder. Lita came running down, pushed the ladder over. Edge and Christian got crotched on the top rope. You know what? I actually like these. Uh, so far, the Lysever gummies are the best out of three so far. They're the best. Nothing about them tastes neon. <laughs> yeah, no. They taste like normal gummies. Right. I had a huge crush on Lita around this time. Now Matt just went through... Matt two died. tables. R.I.P. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> so basically, now we're just it's two v one. Oh shit! <laughs> oh fuck! You could tell he's whispering to her like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the ladder was too close. She could have really got fucked up there. She yeah, might have. She, she probably tapped. But um, Edge just speared Lita on the outside. And the only thing that on the outside is like little padded mats, kind of like wrestling mats, like uh, high school wrestling or like or right, Roman like the Greco, app, yeah. Roman Greco wrestling. If you want to get, you know, fake wrestling. <laughs> I wonder, did she hit her head on that ladder? Probably like tapped it. It was real close. So here comes the most interesting part, in my opinion. So you have Jeff Hardy on one side and Devon Dudley on the other side. Both climbing the ladders. Jeff just grabbed the title, but hasn't pulled it off. They're fighting on top of the ladder. So, fun you fact, You see though. Edge crawling in the ring from the bottom. Right. They're both grabbing... What? They're not grabbing the belts. They're grabbing the the thing that the belt's attached to to hold it up. Yeah, the belts are on this kind of uh, rope, kind yeah. of loop. 
So that's the interesting part is that fact that Jeff Hardy's like kicking the shit out of Devon to get him off of it. So Jeff is now just swinging from like he there's no nothing below him. Okay, he fell. Edge Edge and Christian just do that. Now they set up the smaller ladder. That ladder looks really small compared to the other one. <laughs> no, it's funny how small. They're like, they're like fuck it. Let's yeah. get the taller one. <laughs> yeah, they set up the small one and they're like, wait a minute, let's use this bigger one that's already in the ring. I think this is the end of the match because. Yeah. yeah, Edge and Christian just grab one. the titles. That's pretty good. So, so it's only over when they both take it off. Um, what happens if half it's only taken off? I think they win if one person takes it off. They, I think they, they were just they waiting. I think they were just waiting to hit the music until both of them did it because it was like it was going to happen. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. No, I mean let's get it. Let's get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it's scripted, so that we already there's already an outcome. There's always a, a winner de- predetermined. But I'm just curious. What if someone said, "Fuck this! I'm going off script," and grabbed you know the other half somehow? Yeah, they get fired. Yeah, they get so their their uh, superstar status just drops. <laughs> I just opened up the happy colas, and they don't taste as much as colas. I remember they're much more sour. Hmm. Maybe you got a sour batch. Yeah. But these are pretty good. I mean, these are my favorite so far. I mean, they're firmer. They're the firmest. By far the firmest. And it does, it, it does kind of taste like cola, but. Well, it, let's put it this way. When they say cola, they don't mean Coca-Cola. They just mean cola in general. You know, Right, the, like cola nut. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it tastes like a cola to me. It tastes like a sour cola. It tastes like um, tastes like a cola I've had before, but I can't think of which one it was. Sam's Club. No. Uh, grocery outlet. It tastes like some kind of like artisan, like a like maybe a main route or one. Uh, like a fancy one. Yeah. Um, do you want to watch uh, something else, Poncho? Nah, I think I think with this one, maybe we should. Eh, we could watch one more match. Fuck it. What do you want to watch? What else is there? I mean, I chose this one. You choose. Hmm. It doesn't have to be from this event or this pay-per-view event. It could be something else. I'm thinking maybe. See, I need to get into it. I mean. You know what? Let's watch a recent ladder match. Compare. Or a TLC. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be an NXT ladder match from, I believe from, New or NXT TakeOver New Orleans, I believe. I need to go to an event. They were going to have it. So they were going to apparently it was going to be in San Jose around this time. But then they moved it because they wanted to do the Saudi Arabia show or whatever. So it's bullshit. Got you. Um, this match was fucking crazy. This was um, so NXT is WWE's developmental league. Basically, so like the like triple A in uh in terms of baseball, exactly the, the minors essentially. Except for that, NXT as a TV show is insanely good. Wasn't isn't this uh, Triple H's brainchild? Basically, he's in charge of it all, and um, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. So this is um NXT Takeover New Orleans from April seven two thousand eighteen. Um, yeah. Oh. Whoops. Spoilers. Whoops. Oh, man. It doesn't matter. I don't even know who won. I don't even know who that is. Um, 
Oh, dude, that's Code Orange. <laughs> the band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're Okay. Um, so, NXT TakeOver New Orleans starts with the band Code Orange, the hardcore band. I was fucking so excited to see this shit. It was incredible. Um, yeah, it's their developmental brand, but, like, there's so many, there's so many, like, really, really talented wrestlers here. And the thing that the advantage they have over the main roster is that they pre-tape all their shows and they only do an hour a week as opposed to um, Raw and SmackDown, which is our combined are five hours a week now. That's crazy. Five hours? The, Raw is three hours long now and SmackDown is two hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like it's it's too much. It's way too much. So NXT is like a tight hour. But are they are they still separate brands? You know? Um, It's over the last like month, it's gotten really complicated. It's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Because so yeah, they, that, so they, it, there was there was a split between Raw and SmackDown, and that lasted until I don't know, like twenty twelve, thirteen. I know they did at least two drafts that I know for oh, sure. Oh, they did drafts like every year for a while up until like two thousand ten. I think was the last one or something like that. Um, and um, so anyways, so they did um, they did. They had separate brands for a long time, Raw and SmackDown, um, where you had wrestlers exclusive to each brand. And then what they did was they kind of blurred the lines towards like 2011, 2012, and it was basically over. And then, okay. it, and then they, and then in 2016, SmackDown went live because SmackDown used to be pre-taped, and now it's live. So no, no, that's not that's not Code Orange. Never mind, I'm wrong. They did a different one. Okay. Um. Anyways, um, it's Ramstein. I'm just I don't know Ramstein. somebody, some new metal band probably. It's cool. Um, because uh, the guitarist kind of looks like uh one of the uh shit, I can't think of his name. The guy who played the new it. I can't. Even oh, think Bill Skarsgård. Thank you. I'm like ah, I can't remember. I can't remember which one. Yeah. Um. Like at a certain angle, he kind of looks like him, but I know it's not him. So um. Anyways, yeah, so they're separate. In the 2016, they did, they did the official brand split again. And then um, they recently, in like the last two months, basically, there's there's a whole thing because SmackDown is, is um, being moved to Fox. Uh-huh. They got a new contract, like a multi-billion dollar contact, contract with Fox. I wonder how that long that's going to last. <laughs> Dude, I don't know because their ratings are tanking. Like they're, So their ratings over, year over year are down like 25%. Right, because their show like sucks now. Like the the it used like, to be great, and they, I me- I remember like it was just used to be just raw. Yeah, and then they kind of like the Rock had all these sweet catchphrases, and I think you know Layeth the SmackDown was like one of them, and like around the time where the Rock was like at his high peak is when uh like what two thousand two thousands. Like early, like either 2000, 2001 is when SmackDown started. Essentially. Yeah, two th- I think two thousand is when it started. And, Maybe uh, ninety nine. And I'm going to tell you right now, SmackDown on PS one was a great game. In fact, I liked SmackDown two. That was SmackDown two was really good. That was when uh, the Dudley Boys came in and the table matches, and you could go backstage and not fight out backstage. And they also had uh, the Undertaker as the American Badass in that one. Good. That was an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. But either way, like it was such a great, great game. They're, they have they have a tradition of good games. The games now suck, but whatever. Um, yeah. So, anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, so NXT is like totally separate, um, and what the, the advantage they have is that everything's pre-taped. So, 
like they had it they had an issue earlier this year where somebody got injured so they were able to fix that like right. they were able to fix it from the beginning of the story basically like because he got hurt after like the third thing in the story and so they just went back before it aired and fixed it all gotcha so this match is a ladder match with i think six people and it's for their they have a mid-level title now this is the first this is the first match for the mid-level title it's called the north american championship um it's kind of like the intercontinental championship um, um no i'm because i'm trying to think because on the main one i know there's uh correct me if if it's changed if they don't i know a lot oh, of it's titles changed are, a lot i know there's like too many on now on the main card because i was gonna say i know i know uh they change and everything, but there used to be like the European Championship, Intercontinental Championship, the he- well, the it wouldn't be the heavyweight, it'd be the, the World Championship. World Championship, thank you, because heavyweight is WCW's championship. Um, there was a light heavyweight championship. My there was a hardcore cha- championship. I was gonna say my favorite one was the hardcore championship, and then they had the women's championship and the tag championship too. Right. So NXT before this match, all they had was the tag championship, the world championship, and the women's championship. Now NXT introduces the North American championship. Now in this it, match, just the first match. I for was it. gonna ask, is this the first match for it? This is the match. first match for that title. Um. So um. So this first guy is EC3. Um, interesting that he kept this name. So he came. I I just realized I'm like going to sound like a huge nerd throughout this episode. No, no, you're good, man. No, it's fine because you probably know, you know this more than me. Just oh because wait, yeah. I stop. Like if we're if we if we're watching from two, look at how jacked this dude is. He looks like the Chris Masters man. Uh, see, like I'm saying, if we were we were watching from 2001 and before, I would totally sound like a nerd <laughs> to, compared you know compared to you on this episode. Uh, on this one particular so this is ec3 it stands for ethan carter the third now this is this is where it gets weird so there was a there's a separate wrestling company out there it's now called impact no 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 tna TNA. yeah yeah, it used to be called tna well no i'm like i know that one now it's called impact because it used to be called tna impact i believe that was the show oh so so, yeah so they originally were nwa tna so they were part of the nwa right then they split off they were just tna and then they had TNA, and they had their television show. It's called Impact, and now right. they just changed the whole brand to be called Impact. Is but, that still around? But he was—they're he, still around, but they're okay. like—they do shows on Twitch now. Oh, there it's, you go. Yeah, it's—it's um, it's crazy. Um, they, smart, they, though. I'm going to say. Well, and, well, they smart don't really get that many views. So, well, smart in the sense that it's—it's <laughs> it's modern. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, EC3. So Ethan Carter the third. Dixie Carter is like the owner of Impact. So oh. he was in storyline her nephew. When Got he came you. to NXT, he kept the name, and his gimmick is that he's in the top one percent. That's all you need to know. He's like <laughs> okay. he's Fair a one percenter, and he's jacked. Uh, this is Killian Dane, who is uh, at this time part of the group Sanity, um, who are kind of like uh, crazy. <laughs> That's their gimmick. Well, they're crazy. They, they kind of look like. Um because I know there's going to be like recycled gimmicks, kind of. Yeah. Uh, there was this like, not the, de- uh, not the demolition. Uh, they can't. Not the guys who came out with face paint. But there's like I could have sworn there was like kind of barbaric kind of. They're dressed the same. I can't think of the tag team, but um, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Shock the system. Yeah. So this is um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. That's his. That's like his whole gimmick. He says Adam Cole, baby. Um, oh, oh, and, uh, and, 
You should. He looked familiar. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's uh, he's like he does. He's he's on Twitch too. I think sometimes. No, I'm saying he looked familiar because when you played it, <laughs> I saw, <laughs> I saw the the That's outcome. Of the ma- that was his wife. Oh, I got you. Um, so he's part of the undisputed era. He's the leader of the undisputed era. Era, um, and they're just like a stable. And they, you know, they made their debut at a NXT show on like one of their pay per view events. Where uh, they ran in and beat up the world champion or something, I think. Gotcha. Um, but this is possibly my favorite wrestler uh, you, from NXT you, right now. Uh, you were I showed you this me. before. Yeah, the you're Velveteen Dream. You're telling me. Velveteen Dream is like my favorite. He is super flamboyant. He is like super talented. He's jacked. He's like. His gimmick, his gimmick is basically that he's like super flamboyant and like uh, sexually ambiguous, basically. Gotcha. Which totally works. <laughs> it's like you would think that would be like a really offensive gimmick nowadays, well, but no, it totally works. You're just what you mean? Uh, you mean Goldust? Basically, he's kind of like Goldust, <laughs> just with except just less sexual. Yeah, <laughs> he's a little less super, sexual. <laughs> Goldust was straight. Like he was a little bit much there. He was pushing the lines at the time for sure. <laughs> But let's not. Let's not. And uh, Velveteen Dream at all the takeovers has interesting tights. So I, I can't remember. I think this one he might have now, somebody else on him. So, uh, go ahead and who's this? Uh, this is uh, um, Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. Okay. He's big. That's his gimmick. He's big and mean. So he's like the the at a, in a metal show. He'd be the guy he's in the, the middle of the, the in the middle of the mosh pit, kind yes. of like like oh, exactly. Come fuck with me. Um, interesting story about Lars Sullivan. So he recently got moved up to Raw in SmackDown, right? Um, and like right after it happened, like he got exposed on the internet for his history of uh, like racist and uh, homophobic uh, messages on a bodybuilding forum. <laughs> oh, wonderful! <laughs> um, it's just really funny that that happens to people now, right? Yeah. I think I think all this was going on in like the early 2000s you know right um because he's probably about our age he's probably like you know maybe he might be like in his early 30s maybe even though he looks way older but yeah, he, does. he looks like he's <laughs> mid 30s at least yeah um and then this last entrant is ricochet who is fucking crazy ricochet is ricochet is like a professional gymnast basically like he was Ooh. like i think he has a gym like a gymnastics background yeah, just, and he's, just just for saying that, I could only imagine everything he could do in the ring. He is possibly the most agile wrestler that has ever existed. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Um, he um, so this might this might be his, I think this was his first match in NXT. Um, but um, he had a match in like 2017, I want to say maybe uh-huh. with this other guy, Will Osprey. And it was like widely regarded as like one of the best matches um, for their style. But it's like the thing is like it's really divisive because it's their their match was hyper choreographed and was like super like athletic and gymnastic. So it kind of just showed a different style of wrestling where it's like they weren't necessarily like you know getting into a brawl and beating each other up. Like it was like a really choreographed like really like impressive looking match. Um, so yeah, so it's six people. First person to climb the ladder and get the title is the first ever NXT North American champion. Man, man, this uh, 
so far intense. I've never seen a six uh, six man uh, ladder match before. Or maybe I have, and I'm just lying. It's a possibility too. Probably not if you stop watching because they did start doing. Um, they did. A, they do a thing called Money in the Bank now. No, I know Money in the Bank. Yeah, so that I've started. Se- I've seen the first one. That was probably or, like 2006, something well, like that. Because uh, there's times where I'll catch it yeah, on yeah. and off, but I remember the uh, the uh, Money in the Bank. So um, I'm not totally oblivious, but at this point, like, if anyone was like, "Can you name any person on the roster now?" I'd be like, Pfft. "Yeah, yeah." Like events, events I know of, but uh, wrestlers is where I'm just like I have no fucking clue, man. So they're all just standing around looking, kind of like eyeing each other up, seeing who's gonna go first. Yeah, totally different that. start. So EC3 does the smart move and leaves the ring. He's like, right. I'm gonna let you guys beat each other up. I'll come in later. Right. Um, you guys is brilliant. Yeah, it's you guys the is total right. opposite start of the last ladder match. The last yeah, ladder that- match was like, <laughs> let's fucking go. Now they just threw out all the, all the smaller guys. It's the two big hosses. Right, right. It's a, <laughs> he's all like, dude, I like that he's egging them on. <laughs> this is great, and I like yeah. his I like his fake tan too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so EC3 got on the apron and was trying to get them to fight, um, and instead is like getting his ass beat now. Uh, now they're all in it. I just hate how like you could just see that that was fake punches, but yeah, that's kind of one of the things that that's kind of sucks since they got HD cameras. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked because Ricochet just did a spring a springboard uh, back. Uh, what do they call that? A shooting star press? Shooting, yes, yeah, exactly. To people on the outside, that shit was like, intense. That was his first impression in NXT. You know what I mean? Like, that's like... Yeah, let's fucking watch it again, man. It's so fucking... Yeah, it's gosh, that's straight. crazy. Oh, Billy Kidman. That's who... Yeah. Billy Kidman. But he does it so much better than Billy Kidman. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks cleaner. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> so, yeah, this is great. In fact, I think I'm going to get back into watching wrestling now. You should. Um, there's a, I think maybe next week they might be doing a takeover thing. We should watch that. All right, man. Yeah, definitely. Get some, get some fucking wing stop. Eat, watch some wrestling. Oh, we should change it. Yeah, but like the two sweet thing is kind of. It makes good. sense. <laughs> it's better. It's got so many levels, like three levels, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But a wing stop, uh, I like the idea. Well, well, here, here we go, man. If we get like Hawaiian or something, it's still constituted as too sweet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, those wings are too sweet. They're not good. <laughs> but Actually, I'm just, I'm just saying. Speaking of which, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I had wings last night that were too sweet. I had wings last night too, man. Oh shit. We're, on, we're on the same page. Um. Yeah, I, I was like, so I love wings, and Me like too. Friday night, like pretty much every Friday night, I ate, I eat wings. Like that's my like my routine my ritual to reward myself myself for a hard week of work well because yeah, uh whenever a cat goes uh and if uh for some reason this is the first thing you're listening to and not soup there it there it is cat's my wife um my wife my wife and so every time we go to eat i go she goes like what do you want to eat and then she the next sentence out of her mouth is that's not wing stop <laughs> so, so uh yeah I just love Wingstop. Wingstop is so good. I don't like Buffalo Wild Wings. I like the atmosphere of Buffalo Wild Wings because, you know, big screen TV, sports. I like sports. Uh, Well, 
football. I just I hate baseball. I used to play it. Um, sorry, I was burping. Um, I didn't want to <laughs> burp on the, camera. I didn't want to burp in the mic. No, that's cool. Um, Make up the, the burp mic. The fart mic. Oh shit! That was uh that was pretty creative. Was like a toss up power slam. <laughs> that was, where yeah. you jump, launched him in the air, and then grabbed him in midair and yeah, power that was, slammed. That him. was actually pretty creative. Um, so yeah, so what I was saying is earlier is like. So it's pre-taped, but also like for these events, they only do they only do the takeover events like four times a year or something like that. Maybe 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 five. Right. So they have less of them. They don't try to overpack them. So like these shows are like maybe five matches each for yeah, each show. Because I, I noticed the timeline, like the, at least on the network, it has the dots of shows of and, all the matches. Oh, yeah. the matches. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I didn't see that many dots, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So and so they have so they have months to plan this match. So that's why these ones are so fucking good, is because they have so much time, right. and you get shit like this where they're like, we're gonna do this ridiculous, <laughs> like all these ridiculous spots. Right. Right. But, um. The other thing that you're kind of missing out, Poncho, is uh, the announcer, Mauro Ronaldo. Um, is he like the new Jim Ross? He's, I mean, uh, he's he's different from Jim Ross. No one's got. I was gonna say he's better, but he's different. No. It's just it's just different. But he's like he's he's he fits this so well. Okay, because I'm gonna say no one could out announce Jim Ross, man. But or at least he's good for his time. I I don't want to sound like I'm a. Uh, entitled or like I uh, was like a uh, elitist. There you go. I don't want to sound elitist. Like ah, oh, you know this fucking sucks. Uh, it's not Metallica. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I mean I grew up with Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler, and then I moved. I then eventually it became Taz. Well, Taz and Michael Cole is on SmackDown, um, and that was a downgrade. <laughs> but uh, then it. Yeah, then well, because then it was uh, Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler, right? At one point, because. Jim Ross had complications, or there was some kind of uh, contract. Well, and then for a while, Jerry Lawler got like Jerry Lawler quit, and so was Paul Heyman and and Jim Ross for a while, like around WrestleMania 2001. Right. So Uh, yeah, no, it's just Jim Ross is classic. Yeah, he's classic. So if you look at Velveteen Dream's tights, he's got caricatures of everybody in the match. Oh, does he do that every time? He does crazy shit every time. So actually, I think the next pay-per-view that they did was um, one of the matches was Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. Uh-huh. And what they did, so what they did was actually like, it's kind of brilliant because um, Velveteen Dream uh, kind of wore like Hulk Hogan inspired stuff. Oh, nice. And they did, they did like the opening sequence of Hogan versus Rock from WrestleMania 18. Right. Like they just straight up did that for like the first like five to ten minutes was just like mat like move for move that match. It's like this is kind of like this is kind of cool. Like this is <laughs> this is some high level shit. That's, that's like uh, att- attention to detail. Like straight if you could pay attention to detail type stuff. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I like I read something about it. I was like what? <laughs> like I've seen. The, uh, you were in like oh I've seen this match before. Uh, that's not gonna work, man. There you go. Now it's good. Now it's gonna work. So Ricochet tried to do a sunset flip power, power sunset flip power bomb on uh, Lars Sullivan, but he's ah. big, so it took four people to do it. Pretty much, and by four, one of them uh, was on top. He's all like, "This is my chance, man." Yeah, I like, I like that they do that. <laughs> they reach for it when they, you know, they just step up a couple more. Yeah, so they'll be on like the the fourth rung from the top and reach up and be like, "Oh, I can't reach it." And they and they still reach for it. But like, I, I like love that. Let me rephrase that. They stretch for it, 
and it's pretty funny. I I find it funny. Like the thing about wrestling is it's supposed to be kind of like it's entertaining. I mean, Let's get it's it entertaining, right. and it's supposed to be kind of like magic where you suspend disbelief, where you're like. I know that he can like climb up the ladder and reach it, but it's so much more entertaining to watch him reach from well below right, right. the top. No, I mean, I get it. I just, I just make, I just laugh, and I'm just like, that's pretty funny. I, it's like it doesn't, it hasn't changed a, a bit. It, yeah, I mean, it's it it's changed in the sense that it's gotten more polished. Right, right. I mean, um, and it's been it's a lot less violent typically too. I mean, yeah. even though they just rammed a ladder into the guy. Um, but- I'm pretty sure there's not much blood in these nowadays. There's really not a lot of blood and they don't do like, they don't like hit each other in the head because they're like, that is bad. We now know that that is bad. So we do not hit people in the, in the head with chairs. Right. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a little complicated. I don't know. So man. now they're grabbing the big ass ladder, which is still a trope that's around. Apparently is they have the regular ladders and then they're like, oh, let's bring out the big ass ladder now. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect it, storytelling. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, because that—that's gonna happen. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it would have made sense if someone was holding it from the other side or, in or place, they, uh, or like, they put it against the ring post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That—that yeah. doesn't make sense. That one—that one we can agree on. Yeah. That part. They—they they screwed that one up. Or they—they so, they half thought about that one. Yeah, because what we're talking about is—you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about—is they placed that big long ladder. They uh, put one in on the ring and the other one on the announcer's table. And there's nothing really stabilizing or holding it, uh, keeping it there. And so they, uh, who they, uh, I don't know the wrestlers yet. Who they throw into it? Uh, they threw uh, Killian Dane. So it was Adam Cole and EC3 threw Killian Dane into the uh, ladder that was set up. Um, but there was nothing to hold it. There was nothing to push back against the ladder, so he should have just... Ran into it. Right. He should have just pushed the ladder all the way to the edge of the ring. And uh, probably fell on it or something, tripped on it. You should take your headphones off and listen to this. It's pretty loud. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty dope. You yeah. know, like, I love when wrestlers have that kind of gimmick and shit. Where it's kind of like you know, in in the sense of uh, we're both people of music. We've gone to shows and yeah. stuff, and like when fucking people like the whole crowd is singing your fucking lyrics. Or yeah, you're going or a band. You know, it's kind of like that. It's just like like dope. And I think it's I don't know about you, but I think it's better when they uh, you see international fans doing that shit because you know yeah. for a fact they just learn. They only know those lyrics because or the language for sure because of that. They might know English. I'm not trying to take it away from them, but let's just get like it's it, it's crazy when they have like those crazy you know loud chants in in England and stuff or I, well not in England but in Europe. But yeah, um, this oh uh, they're voodoo dolls. They're they're voodoo dolls because they're in New Orleans. Oh, uh, that makes sense now. Yeah, so he's got Velveteen Dream has caricatures that were voodoo dolls of all the people in the match and Targus is getting in the way uh, t- tingled up uh, this is great and this is the third elbow drop <laughs> so what is his special move like, so Vel- Velveteen Dream does um, that. that's one of them so he normally will do that after he does like a death valley driver okay. or like a rolling death valley driver Right, and um, I think I think it's called the 
Dream Valley Driver is what they call it. Oh, and yeah. then his elbow is called the Purple Rainmaker. <laughs> That's great. Because it's Prince. He's basically Prince. I like him. Some, he's got, he's got lip gloss. I like that. Like um, I, I know that's his character. And you're saying he's like, like his sexuality is ambiguous and everything. Like yeah. it's just like I love that. Like everything about him is like yeah. No, I yeah, can like see his, why. His I can hair. see why. I can see why he's your favorite character. Like he, I think he's for sure one of them. He's like polished. You know, he, like his character is polished. Not like you know you've seen him first and then uh, you, like let's say like uh, maybe you're down the line. He's polished then. Like he seems like his like everything about him is polished. He's super young too. He's like twenty three or something like that. Yeah, he's pretty young. So, like, so he's standing on top of the ladder. Usually they don't do it from the very top, but he's on top of the ladder. He's gonna do his uh, purple rainmaker elbow drop. Oh, dude, that hurt. That hurt my stomach. <laughs> you know how like in games you're like jumping off high stuff, and yeah. you just it's just the whole you feel in your plums. Yeah, exactly. That's I should, I'm just like oh, my stomach. I went back to the Swedish fish. Yeah, I'm going back. I'm like, oh yeah, I got it's not it. bad. I mean, this is basically my lunch for today. <laughs> uh, I had QQ noodle mm. or crying noodle. Sorry. What would you have? Um, the rice plate, sweet and sour pork. So I had a lot of sweet stuff today. So is his something? Like, no, it's just a power bomb, but. What's uh? What's it? EC three? Yeah. What's his? Uh, let me guess. Because to me, since he's he's a uh, big muscular, he's, he's muscular. He's he's yoked. He's I'm yoked. A, I'm he's assuming thick. he. I don't want to say a submission specialist, but he has. A, I want to say he has a submission finishing. Am I right or wrong? Mm, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure it's the TKO, like Mark Mayo used to do. Uh okay. I'm pretty sure. Cause you get, you get where I'm going at with yeah, it. yeah. Because uh, Chris Masters had the master lock and right. he was yoked. Lex Luger had the torture rack. He's yoked. Um, I mean, I think it's. I mean, the 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 TKO is pretty similar setup to the torture rack. I think it's kind of inspired by that. So, so essentially, it's a submission move. So I was, I was, maybe I was right. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Like the finishing moves have gotten really different over time too. Um, like Adam Cole's. Um, like they become more realistic, um, uh, so, to to some degree. It's not right. all of them, not all right, of them. Right, right, right. But like Adam Cole's is like a running knee to the back of the head. Like that's like it's like very simple, but um, you could imagine that that would be very dangerous, and that's something you could possibly see in an MMA fight. You know, right? But not to the back of the head, but you know, a running jumping knee is like right, right, right. That's happened in MMA before. You don't really see in like any other type of fighting or wrestling where they like you know. Do the Stone Cold Stunner, right, right, right. Although someone did start doing the Stunner recently, like about a month ago. Where yeah, on SmackDown, one of the one of the guys, one of the wrestlers, uh, like adopted it. I remember when the Rock did the Stunner. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, you remember when uh, Booker T adopted the Rock's moves? Bookend. I think he was already doing that in WCW. Oh uh, well, then he called it the Bookend. Yeah. Fun fact: I I saw Booker T at an airport, but I didn't get a picture with him. I'm really bummed about wow. that. Wow! And you know, so one thing I said to him, you know how most people would be like, like, "Hey, man, a uh, big fan," you know, like, uh, like you know what I said to him? What'd you say? Five time. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> like, Five time. What do you say to Booker T? Five time. Yeah, I'm like, like seriously. Did he respond? He's like, "Oh, hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> 
And I went to the restroom because I had to go to the restroom, right? And and I was like, you know, I better go to the restroom because I was waiting for my flight to my dad's house in Ohio. So I, my layover was in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm going to use the restroom. And then I went to use the restroom. And as I was using the uh, urinal, I was like, I should have got a picture with him. And I finished up and I ran looking for him and I couldn't find him. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Funny story. So since he's a big dude, I want to assume he has some kind of a splash move. Sorry. I think so. I honestly don't remember. Because it's kind of like, a, you know, like like Rikishi had the Rikishi bomb. Oh, god damn. Uh, <laughs> Rikishi had the Rikishi EC3 bomb. EC3 is dead. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and and Yokozuna had some type of uh like splash. Wow, the uh, bonsai bonsai. Yeah, bon- yeah, yeah. Bonsai and, drop is that what it's called? Yeah. And then oh, Vader had a uh, Vader bomb. Vader bomb, which essentially basically that's, what he did. that's basically he did. a Vader bomb. So Killian Dane just did a Vader bomb where Adam Cole was on his back, EC3 is below, and had a ladder on top of him. So He's Killian dead. Dane made contact with the ladder with Adam Cole on his back. Easily, easily, like five hundred pounds on right that and, dude. And so I, you know, it's funny that I'm trying to guess these guys' moves, and I've never seen them before, just based off their size and everything. It's like since you told me he's a gymnast, I want to say his move is something high flying on the ropes. Absolutely, yeah. So and then, um, like, uh, racist bodybuilder dude. <laughs> <laughs> since he, he's not necessarily big as uh, Killian. But he's big, uh, more brute force. So I'm stu- assuming his move, his finisher is kind of like a, some kind of power driven, like a, almost like a power bomb type or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um, it's kind of like a choke slam almost. But he doesn't doesn't do he doesn't do the choke part. He lifts him up like at the waist and lifts him up super high, and then slams him down. You know, but uh, it's, see, still, it's a power move. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's funny Total that power could, move. it's funny that I could actually guess their moves yeah. without actually seeing them. Absolutely. And that's how much of a fan of wrestling I was. <laughs> like, oh, big guy, power move. Like, Small, oh, smaller, fast guy, he doesn't move off the top. Like, well, since you gave me his background, of, uh, his, <laughs> his a gymnast. If I would have, I would have known that. I would have probably maybe guessed some type of super kick or something. Mm-hmm. But since you told me he was a gymnast, I'm like, oh, he has to be a high flyer then. Mm-hmm. So. uh and this is actually really entertaining. Yeah, this one, this like, match is really good. I, like I've heard that NXT was really good, and um, you know, it's actually really. This is the first one I'm watching. It's actually living up to its hype that I've heard. Yeah. And this, this was like, what, how long has it been around? Like two plus years. Yeah, least? more than that. I think. Yeah, like, I think NXT like really started doing their own events in like 2014. I want to say maybe. So it's been about five years almost, actually. Right, and I've heard of it. No, you know it is because the, the the NXT that's coming up, I think maybe next week or the week after, is called. Oh no, it's not five. It's NXT twenty five. It's their twenty fifth uh, of one of these events. Oh nice. So if they do about yeah, if they do about four or five a year, it's about five years. Yeah. Oh, there you go. This is pretty smart. Yeah. Um. But I mean, see, I would assume something like that would have been his move. Yeah. <laughs> It's just one of his repertoires, I guess you could say. I'm thinking that there's like a bunch of other spots left in this match. Uh, I've seen this before. Oh, but I didn't see that part. (laughs) Where he did a moonsault (laughs) off the ladder that was falling. They basically did the same spot with Matt Hardy where he went out of the ring, except for... He didn't land on tables. Yeah, instead of being a dumbass and just falling on his back, he did a backflip and landed on other people to brace his fall. (laughs) Hey, catch me. (laughs) 
Hey, hey, I've seen this before. <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like, let's do something similar to that. It's almost like paying homage, but not really. Yeah. But I'm, I may be reading into it too much. Yeah, it's like it's like there's not that much you can really do in a ladder match. Right, right. Because with TLC, there was just too they did everything much. in that it, match. <laughs> they already did it all. Like, like, like and, except for that, they didn't do that. <laughs> like, and I love that. Like every time someone slaps someone's on the chest, it's the Ric Flair whoop. Woo! And, and uh, <laughs> dude, I I wanted I totally forgot I was gonna wear my. I think this is, I think this might be his finishing move. Okay, let's check it out. Obviously, he's already on top rope. I think he's going to do it. He might do something different because... Just let me know if it is. Yeah. It looks like he's lining up for it. No, it's not his. Okay. He just did a regular shooting star. Well, that was still really impressive. Yeah, it's but still really impressive. He did a shooting star press. He almost, he almost landed on his feet. His finishing move is the... So, you, you know the 450? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's He does one more rotation. It's a 630. Oh, nice. So, he does like a double rotation in the air. It's fucking crazy. So now Ricochet is uh, climbing the ladder. Oh. Velveteen Dream came out of nowhere. This is why these six-man ladders kind of ladder matches kind of work is because like you forget the people are in the match. Right. It makes sense. And you're like, oh, shit, or he's going to win. Oh, wait, nope. Somebody else came in. Or at least not even six, like multiple, like triple threat. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I totally remember. So there's like two other spots in this match that I remember. This is one of them. Um, so... They have one ladder in the middle of the ring. So this is like not very logical, but you know, this right. is what happened. Right. Um, there's a ladder in the middle of the middle of the ring that's facing diagonally. Um, and then in one of the turnbuckles, there's a bridge. There's a ladder bridge but into one of the turnbuckles. I see what he's doing though. He's using it. So now Velveteen Dream is using it. It's more of a, it's more of a like, like get everyone high. Can you hear it? Well, never mind. I missed it. But everyone's getting hyped as he was climbing up the ladder. Like, oh, shit, something intense is about to happen. And something intense is, is about to happen. <laughs> um, like, everyone can kind of guess what's going to happen. Yeah. Some of these spots are a little contrived. But it's like, it, they ha- they kind of have to be because there's not really much more they can do. Right. And also, like, who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, this is all fake. Like, it's fine. Like, oh, I did not expect that. Or maybe I did. Oh, he screwed up. Yeah. He got his leg caught. He got his... Uh, yeah, he fucked up. But he saved it, man. Like, he's smooth. He's smooth. Oh, whoa. So, yeah, he's going to do the, the Dream Valley driver. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, like I, I mean, he's he's selling it. Like the only he didn't really hurt himself. Yeah. I mean, you can see it's like busted up on his face a little bit, but. Well, I mean that move. If anything, uh, I mean Ricochet should have got more hurt technically. Yeah, except for that he's exerting a lot of energy. You know, he's just tired. You know. See, no, because then well, oh, that that's the yeah. only part that I could see. He bumped. He, he bumped pretty hard. That's the only time I could see because he fell off with Ricochet. I'm sure he wasn't planning on that, but who is, <laughs> honestly? Oh, 
Was it Demolition Derby? No, it wasn't Demolition Derby. I'm thinking of that tag. I'm still trying to think of a tag team. <laughs> that, that Killian Dane looks like? Like, dressed up as, yeah. Huh. Because it's not the Demolition. Is it from that era, though? It has to be. Or at least a little later. Mm. I can't really think of a... I mean... You're not thinking of... Uh, like the Road Warriors, right? No, I know the Road okay, Warriors. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a rush! I know them. Fucking coming out with shoulder spikes. How I can't. If oh, he, this if, is this is. I think is the other spot I remember. So this is his finishing move. Uh, it's kind of. Oh wow! Did they like? Did that like bend? Yeah, it did bend. R.I.P. He's dead. <laughs> so Lars Sullivan just did his finishing move to EC3 um, through a ladder that uh, Velveteen Dream was laid on top of. So now they are showing Velveteen Dream and EC3, who are both dead, and Lars Sullivan, who is also dead. All Everyone right, has he, died. Everyone's dead. So his move is called the Freak Accident, and that's what that looked like, a freak accident. Oh, no, there is one more spot, too. There's one more spot that I remember. <laughs> the dude had a dude in the crowd had a shirt that was a WWF, uh-huh. and it was the the World Wildlife Fund logo. That's funny. Um, but it was uh, one panda. There was like one the WWF logo, but then there was another panda behind him with a chair that was going to hit him. Uh, beautiful, classic. I miss. I miss I, uh, is that why they got rid of the F? Yeah, they got sued by the World Wildlife Fund. Oh. I think because I want to say because. It's something weird, like the WWF at the time, their actual legal, like their legal name was the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment Incorporated. Right. So they didn't have, oh shit, they just did another spot where he went through the ladder. Um, but they, they did a, um, they had a lawsuit and they were like, oh, well, you technically aren't using WWF, you're using WWFE as your name, so... The World Wildlife Fund beats you out. Right. <laughs> well, uh, it wasn't them, but this is one of the demolition. Was demolition, the, yeah. Was one of the teams. Like, seriously, that's how long back I've been watching wrestling. Like, I'm just, I'm not an elitist, I swear. Yeah, they didn't do this shit back then. Definitely not that shit, dude. That, that, all this shit was like the Attitude Era or Raw's War Era. Yeah. Because it was Raw's War first, then the Attitude, or was it the other way around? Uh, Raw's War was first. Attitude Era was like 97 is when it started. Like late 97, I want to say. Right. And the reason why it's called the Attitude Era, for those of you listening to Soup There It Is podcast, the podcast about soup, is uh, because there was a there was an incident that happened, the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, after that, Vince McMahon started an episode of Raw where he was talking to the camera and he was like, we're going to do things differently now and things are going to get more real and the characters are going to get more real and more violent and whatever. And um, it, and then they like the, the tagline was WWF Attitude. So it was like actually a marketing thing. That's why it's called the Attitude Era. Right. And that lasted until like 2000. One, two thousand two, something like that. 
probably like right in the invasion era. Yeah, basically. Invasion storyline, not era, excuse me, the storyline. Basically. That was a really big uh, build up to that storyline. Yeah, and it's funny in retrospect how much it sucks because it could have been really good. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, in the end, like the invasion pay per view was almost a letdown. Yeah, yeah. Like it started off great, don't get me wrong. The main event was what was shitty i think there's a bunch of stuff so because then it then it was like it's like because then it like made stone cold into like a pussy essentially and then kind of it's kind of not well at the beginning of it because because they're like he's like i want the old stone cold you know uh you know because he wasn't the old stone cold of past Uh where he would uh kick ass take names yeah and um he was kind of just like hugging it out with uh vince and stuff like that and he's like, that's not what I want. And then, I, like, at the end of it, he, I mean, he came back, came back. But then uh, we, we might get into it later. We might watch it. So, so I don't want to dive too much into it. Yeah. It basically, like, there's a lot of reasons why it didn't work. But one of them, so basically what we're talking about is um, in 2001, WWF's main competitor, WCW, which at the time was, like, a real, like, there was, they were the, they collectively were the two biggest companies. Like right. it was clear that they were fairly even, even though WWF was doing better financially towards the end. But there was a long period of time where WCW was doing better than WWF. And basically, um, WCW went out of business. So WWF bought them out. Right. Um, okay. So now in the ladder match, we're seeing all six men on three different ladders. Oh, this is wonderful. Um, but anyways, they bought a WCW, and then basically what happened was they couldn't get a lot of the top stars on WWF because their contracts were through Warner instead of through the Ooh. WCW. Right. So, like, Goldberg and Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan, they were all getting paid their full money without having to wrestle anyways. So, anyways. You can tell we're getting near the end of the match because everyone's, like, touching the belt, but right. not, not exactly getting it. Right. It's like they're gra- victory is in their grasp, but they're not quite there. Oh, here comes Rock Bottom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I Neck swear. Oh, classic. Oh. oh. They're both dead. Uh, so. Now he's dead. There you go. Now it's the big dudes. The two, bi- the two biggins? Um, that's all you see in the ring right now is the two biggins and the other two guys. Uh. Uh, Velveteen uh, Dream and, and Ricochet both fell. Actually, so. Uh. Oh. So he did. Lars Sullivan did his finishing move to Killian Dayton off the ladder. So they're dead. <laughs> well, no, he's still alive. Yeah, Lars Sullivan's still kind of alive. But, dude, he's uh, he's big. And this yeah, is a dude. long match. Yeah, that, that's what I've noticed. If I was going to mention, if you notice, like, the um, TLC match was, like, 16 minutes or something yeah. like that. This is, like, 30. <laughs> oh, shit. He's, like, bleeding. I'm sure that's, like, like, I like I said, you know, I'm, like, they're all, like, oh, it's a, oh, shit, what the fuck? Came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, we're saying, like, they're not intentionally doing, like, the blood stuff, but I'm pretty sure, like, shit happens. Yeah. So, like, this is kind of one of the things now is when you see blood, it's basically uh, unintended. Um, it's not like they cut themselves or blood or, like, uh, like on purpose or they had a razor blade hidden in somewhere. Yeah. That's, like, an old gimmick is uh, you would tape up a razor blade in your, in your uh, wrist tape. Uh-oh. Ricochet uh, almost at it. 
Adam I'm Cole. Say, I was say, hey, Uh-oh. I've seen this before again. Spoilers. This was this is I I turned it on on this part. Yeah, I was like, eh, that's why I was like, he looks familiar. Yeah. And Adam Cole won first NXT champ, North American champion. Is he still the champion? No. Okay. Yeah. This was uh this was like a year and a half ago. But yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just curious because you know people have their reigns. Yeah. He like the honky tonk was the longest reigning intercontinental. He's champion. actually going for the main championship uh, at the next pay per view. So he's kind of moved up. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, uh, thank you guys for joining us on this very special episode of Soup. There it is, uh, podcast. You know, um, what? actually, you know what? I actually like this. I think we should just turn this into a uh, once in a while. We uh, might, we podcast. might, yeah. There's some podcasts that happen like once in a while. Yeah, I think we might. I, might, I enjoy this. We should we do, do this as a separate one? Yeah, I think we should. Okay, this is fun. Yeah, you know, and um, I've only floundered once when your <laughs> headphones got unplugged, and yeah, and this. Um, we're flexing on Dan right now, saying yeah. we don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, so I think we'll still release this uh, under Soup. There it is, or at least right. this episode. Yeah, uh, maybe like like part B or something to like episode. It won't be like an actual episode, but maybe yeah, like a what? What we're on ten, right? Ten episode ten. Ten. Ten B. This will be. Yeah, or something like that. Ten point. Or episode two. A. <laughs> yeah, episode. Then, so we'll have episode one. So like the numeric episodes are soup there it is, and then the, the alphabetical ones. Right. So this will be episode A. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you guys have already figured that out because that's the title of this episode is episode A. Too yeah, sweet. Too sweet. Um. So, anyways, uh, what about your reviews on the gummies? Which one is your favorite? Mm, I'm gonna have to go with the classic, Happy Cola. The Happy Cola. That's my favorite too. I would put that one, and then I would probably put the lifesavers. Life and then Starburst. And Starburst. And yeah, the, dude. And the Swedish fish at the bottom. Yeah, sorry. Swedish the regular fish. Swedish fish probably would have been above the, the Starburst and maybe above the Lifesavers. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah. Now, if you had dots, I'm like, mm, ooh, tropical dots. You know what? I used to hate dots, and I was an, I'm was i an idiot because dots are really good. Uh, uh, tropical dots, more specifically. Dude, like, I remember dots being the shitty candy in Halloween. Oh, I loved it. And now I'm like, fuck, I was dumb because yeah. dots are good. Yeah, dummy. Gummy dummy. Oh, shit. Anyways, um, thank you for guys for listening. Soup, there it is. Um, we'll be back probably right, next excuse week. Excuse me. Full too, episode. Too sweet. This is an episode of Too Sweet. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you guys very much. Uh, I guess we should probably get the outro music again. Just give me one second. Let's. Uh, oh, we can have this as the outro music. That's fine. This will be our outro music. Thank you, guys. Thanks. People ain't caring, come up in the hood and they take everything you're wearing. Back in the days, it was all about the clubs. The so-called thugs used to dance the bridge for love. The girls, they wouldn't say...